0: Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform.
1: Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgets and Aspects family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Okay, so today we're talking about season eight, episode 15, called Man's Best Friend with Benefits. And I just want to say <laughs> <laughs> that I don't like this episode. Like, I don't
0: dislike it, but I don't like it either, you know? Like, to me, it's just kind of an episode, you know? Like, okay,
1: I just, like, I feel really... It makes me feel icky. Yeah. For reasons that we will get to, but... Yeah, oh, um, for sure.
0: There's there's some icky, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember the first time I, I watched it, um, I think this is only the second time I've watched it, yeah. but the first time I was just like, oh, this is okay, oh, this is fine, oh, this is not okay. Like... <laughs> How did, like, the network decide that this is okay? Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean, I don't think it's bad. Ew, I do. Like, I don't know. There's some stuff that is, eh, you know, a little cringy,
1: but not, yeah. like,
0: bad. You know? Uh, At least to me,
1: anyway. I just It just, like, skews me out. But, I <laughs> mean, like, the acting is great and, you know, all of that, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the plot's fine,
1: sure, but like I just, I just plot or whatever. You know? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we start out in St. Louis, Missouri. We are in um, a back alley of a hotel at night, which is never a good place to be. No. A man and a woman. Never
0: once has it been. <laughs> no. no.
1: <laughs> a man and a woman come out of um, a back door and into the alley. Um, The alley is dark, but it's lit up by a pink neon hotel sign. Um, Someone is watching them from a car nearby, Um, which is what happens in back alleys. I know. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You got to expect that. (laughs) (laughs) The man says, you are great, and I want to give you a little something. What? And the man gives the woman some money and touches her arm as he starts to walk away from her smiling. Yucky. He had a good time. hmm Yeah. So, yep. <laughs> the woman says, thank you. Um, and the camera moves into the nearby car, and we see the back of a man's head. Um, he's watching the woman, who is now standing by herself. She sticks the money into her purse and zips it up and starts to walk away. Um. My notes are weird here (laughs) uh the man in the car uh gets out and the woman turns her head she doesn't see anyone so she keeps walking uh while looking behind her the alley appears empty so she stops and turns almost all the way around to get about a better look Uh, when she decides that no one is there she begins walking again there's a banging sound in the distance and the woman gasps this time, she turns all the way around, she She still sees nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, as she turns again, we see someone standing in her path. She gasps, and the man flashes his police badge. The way you, like, said that, sounded kind of like he, he flashes
0: something else. Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. woman sighs and says... Guess it's not my night. The man says, Guess not. And he pulls out some handcuffs, and the woman turns around to be cuffed. Uh, the policeman steps up behind her and places the cuffs on her wrist. He turns her around, and the woman looks at him, unimpressed. The policeman suddenly grabs the woman and begins to choke her, and she screams. Which would be hard if you are being choked. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> I feel like that, that's not That really doesn't really work. Realistic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the policeman uh, is suddenly in his bed, waking up from what seems like a nightmare. He looks very upset, and the camera pans from him uh, onto his... Wait, what? The camera pans from him on his bed to a Doberman uh, lying nearby. The dog jumps up and she notices her master. The dog. Okay, I'm gonna start that again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, stuff, things, you know. Uh, the dog jumps up as she notices her master uh, waking up from this nightmare. And the dog climbs onto the right side of the bed with the policeman and he reaches his right hand out to caress her. The policeman calms down, but the dog begins to whine as the policeman lies back down. So the dog lays her head across her master's lap and sniffs his hand. We cut to the policeman's kitchen, it's the next day. Um, I did not finish that sentence, that's great. Um, The policeman (laughs) grabs a (laughs) cup of coffee off the counter uh, and he walks over to the coffee pot and opens the top lid where the filter basket is and takes it out. Um, He closes the coffee pot lid and walks over to the trash Uh, Which he opens, and when he looks inside, he sees um, a bloody stained shirt. There we go. Sorry. Lots of of bad notes here. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah, he pulls out a bloody shirt. Um, And we get our opening title sequence. So we cut to the Sleepy Lodge Motel. It's night. We hear the engine of the Impala as we see the sign uh, for the motel. Sam and Dean get out of the car at the same time. Dean says, Wow, you know, of all the lame-ass things you've ever said, that's got to be the (laughs) lame-assiest. Good job. You're
0: so clever. (laughs) You're so clever.
1: (laughs) They continue their argument as they gather their things from the car. Sam says, I'm sorry, but I happen to think Shemp was a funnier stooge than Curly. (laughs) Dean says, Curly was a freaking genius. And they begin to walk into the hotel room, uh, still arguing. Sam says, I always found Curly's work a bit obvious. Dean says, it's supposed to be obvious, man. They're stooges. (laughs) So they walk into um, the dark hotel room, and Sam turns on the light. Sam says, so are we calling James tonight? Dean says, no, I'll just call him tomorrow. That drive was a bitch. Sam says, I wonder what he wanted. Dean says, well, his text said that he needed help. He's a cop. I figured it was work-related. Sam says, yeah, well, we do owe him. Dean says, the guy saved our lives once, Sammy. I mean, it's not like the guy... And Sam says, saved our lives?
0: (laughs) I mean, you know. (laughs) But he only did it once. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Dean looks down and says nothing. (laughs) Um, He then says, I'm going to go for a beer run. You need anything? Sam says, no, I'm good. Dean says, you sure? Sam says, yeah. Yeah. Dean says, cause you did just gank a hellhound, which is no slice of pie. And, uh, there's a minefield of who knows what crap ahead. Just want to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. I
0: just heard minefield and crap. (laughs) I went straight to the backyard. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Sam says, I'm good. Dean says, cause you know, we could find another devil dog. You could tag out. I could snuff the son of a bitch. Sam says, Dean, Kevin doesn't even know what the next trial is yet, so whatever it is you're worried about, stop. I'll be ready. Dean nods his head um, and walks out the hotel door. Sam begins to unpack and he hears a scraping sound at the door. So he walks over to it and opens it. On the other side of the door is the same Doberman that was in the policeman's bedroom. The dog whines, Sam looks around for an owner and then back at the dog when suddenly the dog runs into the room and jumps onto Dean's bed.
0: Sam it's said, like, hey, I'm here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sam says, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um no. I'm gonna get in well. so much trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam shuts the door and walks into the room. He says, Hey, you friendly? Friendly? Good, alright. You're a pretty dog. And the dog rolls over and wants her belly scratched, so Sam does. Sam says, "Oh, really? You want... Oh, you want a little belly scratch, huh?" <laughs> so, who do you belong to? Uh, and he checks her collar and says, "Right, no tags." Uh, what are you doing here? And then Sam realizes that the Impala is just parked outside. He says, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm screwed." <laughs> yep. So he quickly steps outside the room to greet Dean. Sam says, hey. Um, I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. uh, once outside, Sam shuts the hotel room door behind him and then puts himself between Dean and the door. Dean says, hey. Mm-hmm. Sam says, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> before so what you, happened was. <laughs> yeah, before you get pissed off, look, I just want you to know that this isn't my fault. <laughs> she just showed up at the door, okay? Didn't track in any mud. Just wanted her belly scratched. I figured maybe she could stay tonight, and we try and find her a home tomorrow. Sam opens the door with, like, a worried half-smile on his face <laughs> to show Dean what he's talking about. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Dean looks into the room past Sam, and he sees a very attractive, nicely-dressed woman sitting on his bed with her back against the headboard.
0: And a collar on, by
1: the way. She is wearing the same collar, <laughs> the dog hat on, mm-hmm. and the dog is no longer in the room. Mm-hmm. Dean says, she can stay the night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam looks into the room and sees the woman. Uh, Sam looks back at Dean, very confused. Sam says, two seconds ago, she was a dog. <laughs> and he unsheaths the knife from behind his back and quickly walks back into the room towards the woman. Sam says, all right, who the hell are you? The woman says, not a shapeshifter, so you can stash the blade. Dean walks into the room and sets the items he just bought um, onto the hotel table. Um, The woman says, I'm a familiar. Dean says, A what? (laughs) Sam says, Companion to a witch. Some witches. Split their time between human and animal form. The woman says, I get a more accurate read on people and my other persona. Approaching guys in a motel room like this, well, it gets complicated. Generally frowned upon. (laughs) Um, Sam says, Hmm. <laughs> De- the woman says, my name's Portia. I belong to James Frampton. Dean says, no, no, no. See that? That doesn't work for us. Because that would mean that our buddy James is a witch. Portia
0: says, <laughs> he, she's a witch. Burn her!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good old Monty Python.
1: <laughs> Portia says, wow, you're quick. <laughs> Dean says, James is a freaking witch? Portia says he wasn't when you met him, but the last case you worked on with him, Sam says a lunatic alchemist. It was nasty. Porsche stands up. Did we up. see that? No.
0: No. Oh, I was gonna say like I don't. That doesn't sound <laughs> no, no, no. Familiar.
1: Yeah. Porsche stands up and starts to walk closer to Sam and Dean, who are standing um, about a foot apart. She says James wanted to learn more about that world, the black arts, witchcraft. It became the center of his life. Dean says, wait, so you're telling me that James, the cop, became a witch because of us? Uh Uh-uh. Great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: This is exactly what we were going for.
1: (laughs) Portia says, you don't like dogs, do you? Dean just looks away. (laughs) Sam says, wait, so James isn't a cop anymore? Portia says, sure he is. Homicide detective. His new powers make his work even better. Sam says, then what does he need from us? Portia says, Well, something's been happening to him. It started with excruciating headaches, screaming sounds in his ears, horrible nightmares, unable to sleep or think. He can't work. It's like he's having a breakdown. Maybe you can find a way to help him. Dean looks at Sam and says, Well, here's the thing, Uh, which is not real fans. Portia steps closer to Dean and gets right in his face. And says, Really? Well, James is a cop with a spotless record. He's used his skills for nothing but good. So why don't you lose the ignorant bigotry for maybe two seconds and give him a shot? Dean says to Sam, That was incredibly hot.
0: <laughs> She's like, You guys are idiots. <laughs>
1: Portia looks at Sam, and Sam says, It was pretty hot. <laughs> Wow. There's no hope. <laughs> yep. She shakes her head at both of them. So we cut to a nightclub. Uh, we see a man move a chess piece with his mind, and his female opponent do the same. A waitress places a drink on the table where James Frampton is sitting and removes an empty glass next to it. A man walks up and says, You might want to go easy on that. Uh, the man sits, in, uh, sits down at the table and says, God, you look awful. Not getting any better? James says, Worse. I don't know what's happening to me.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks for pointing I know, it out. I know, <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Yeah.
1: He says, These dreams, they're like torture. The man says, You didn't mention dreams. James says, Dark, bloody. Spencer, they uh, they scare the hell out of me. They're so real. Just night after night. Spencer says, Enough, James. It's time to see someone. James says, Who? Who do we see? There's no medicine for this. Spencer says, Maybe you just need some time away. James says, It's way beyond that. He's like, I think I'm going to need a little bit more than that.
0: Definitely a few drinks, probably on top of it.
1: (laughs) Spencer says, James, it's too much, all that you've taken on. Not just the workload, but the nature of the work. Look around. See a lot of cops, do you? Life in this realm is life on the fringe. We don't fit. Spencer sighs and says, How do you reconcile what you are with what you can do? James says, I don't know where Portia is. Spencer says, what? James says, she's gone. I think I'm pushing her away. So we cut back to the Sleepy Lodge Motel. Dean says, so these dreams James is having, he thinks they're real? He thinks that he's actually killing people? Portia says, I think so. At least that's what I picked up before he started blocking me. Sam says, what does that mean, blocking you? Portia says, familiars and their masters, we can communicate telepathically. I can get inside James' head anytime I want, but he shut me out. Sam says, so... sketchy shit is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Sam says, so what, you think maybe there's something in there he doesn't want you to see? Portia says, possibly, yeah. Something dark, you know, that's destroying him. He can't go to the police, and he doesn't trust other witches. Dean says, but he trusts us? You do know who we are, right? <laughs> we're the last people that someone like James we needs.
0: Would rather yeah. Yeah, we would <laughs>
1: not. we kill these kind of people, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, we're the last people that someone like James needs to be telling his troubles to. Portia says, this was my idea. I was the one who sent you the text under James's name. He doesn't know you're here, but I think you're maybe all he has. Sam says, so we cut to a city park at night. A blind man is walking through the park on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. <laughs> side <whack. laughs> uh, he's using his white cane. Uh, a man is standing off to the side in the grass. The blind man hears the person kind of rustling around and says, Is someone there? James is suddenly right next to the blind man, and he grabs the blind man with one hand. Uh, the blind man gasps. James uh, chokes the man so hard that he tears through his skin and the blind man's blood splatters all over James' face whoops James wakes up in his bed again terrified and shaking so we cut to um, James's house I guess we we're already there I don't know why we're cutting there okay <laughs> um, James and Portia are having an argument in a room um, he's off the camera James says you had no right to do this Portia says I was afraid for your life The camera pans around the living room, and we see Dean sitting in a chair and Sam sitting on a couch listening to the argument. James says, my life is none of their business. Portia is now a dog. (laughs) And she walks out of the room. They're arguing in and looks at the brothers.
0: (laughs) Good freaking luck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sam cocks his head at her, and Dean smiles and waves casually. Portia barks and walks out of the room. Uh, James walks into the room. Looking disheveled, and stops a couple feet from where Sam and Dean are sitting. Uh, The boys stand up. James says, "Sam, Dean." Dean says, "Witchcraft, James? Really? What the (laughs) hell are you thinking? I shall not hold back." (laughs) (laughs) James says, "You've done it this time." (laughs) James says, "You come to help or pile on?" Dean says, "I'm just saying. You screw with that stuff, you're gonna fry your wiring." Sam says, "All right. Look, why don't you tell us about these dreams?" She said people were dying in them. James says, dying? They were torn to bits. I could feel my fingers ripping into their flesh. Dean says, but they were dreams. James says, well, I woke up in my bed. Sam says, okay, so dreams. James says, I'm not sure. Dean says, not helping, James. (laughs) James says, those people, they died. I checked with the precinct. Sam says, alright, well, maybe you heard it and it's stuck in your head. James says, you're... You don't think I told myself all that? You don't think I didn't say? That wasn't me. I couldn't have done such a thing. James steps back and reaches to a bag and pulls out the bloodstained shirt he found in his trash can um, after having the dream about killing the sex worker. Sam looks surprised, and Dean has a I told you so look on on his face (laughs) as James shows the brothers. Sam says, is it yours? James shows the initials embroidered on the pocket um, that are JMF. James says, James Martin Frampton. And he tosses the shirt on the coffee table and sits down. He puts his hand on his forehead and says, what's happening to me? Sam and Dean sit back down. Dean says, well, how about this? Uh, You pissed off another witch and he or she hexed you and forced you to. James says, it's possible, I suppose, but I never heard of it. Sam says, how many of these dreams have you had? James says, four. The most recent one is last night. It was a blind man, and I was choking him. And uh, Dean says, all right, James, we're going to help you figure this out. But you're going to have to do your part, James says, which is? Dean tosses a bag onto the table, and it makes a loud clanging sound. He unzips the bag and pulls out a thick set of chains. Dean says, you're going to have to stay put. Dean lets the chains drop back into the bag and says, house arrest, my friend. So we cut back to the Sleepy Lodge Motel. Uh, It's daytime. Sam is sitting on uh, his bed doing research on his computer about the case. On a screen, you can see an article about the murdered woman. The title of the article reads, "Grizzly remains found. Dean walks into the room holding a paper bag. He says, got the last of it. Sam says, All right, well, I've been looking at the crime scene reports, and they are exactly the same as James told us. Fixed dates, location. The most recent one was a blind man, just like he said. Dean says, That's not good. Dean looks down at the table, and we see a bunch of ingredients in jars set up. Uh, He takes out the ingredients from the bag he brought in, uh, which appear to be, like, chicken feet and some black stuff in a bag. Nothing
0: all that great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All looks pretty gross. (laughs) Sam says, "Also, I looked into his record on the force. He went for, he went from rookie detective to lieutenant basically overnight, and in the last 4 years, his solve rate's been right about at 100%.
0: Well, but when you got all that extra on your side, it helps a little." Exactly.
1: <laughs> Dean says, "Of course, he's got the booga-booga on his side." <laughs> Dean looks down at the ingredients on the table and says, "Man, You know that we've never actually seen this witch-killing spell um, of Bobby's work, right? I mean, this is not a sure thing. Sam says, is anything we ever do a sure thing? Dean says, well, no, but I would just like to have the odds in our favor as much as possible. Sam says, right? Dean says, well, I'm concerned. (laughs) Sam says, he's always concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sam says, concerned about the uh, witch killing spell or that I'm going to mess these trials up? Dean says, look, we get too far down the road with this. We can't go back. uh, Sam says, oh, no, Dean says, it'll be too late for me to jump in. Sam says, who says that you're going to have to? You know, maybe I'll actually pull this one off. Dean says, I'm just saying.
0: I love it when he's saying, well, maybe I'll actually do it this time.
1: (laughs) Right. Doesn't inspire confidence. (laughs) Sam says, I know what you're saying, Dean. You've said it. You know, I've been going over this and over this, asking myself, why doesn't he trust me? And it occurred to me, finally, it's not that you don't trust me. It's that you can only trust you. Dean says, are you done? Sam says, yeah, I'm done if you're done. (laughs) <laughs> and Dean walks back. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Dean walks over to the table and picks up an empty bottle. He says, you know, once I get this put together, we can't hesitate. If we got to use it, we use it. Sam says, you mean if we find the witch that's doing this to James? Dean says, or if there is no other witch. Sam says, or it oh. wouldn't be the first free pass we've given Dean. Dean says, look, I like James as much as the next guy, but people are getting ganked here. Besides Benny, Kate, they were forced to be what they are. James chose this.
0: I mean, that's fair. That's
1: pretty true. Yeah, yeah. But still, you know. So we cut to the East St. Louis Police Department. Sam is walking through the police station with a man in a white coat. Um, Sam says, Vicks were all torn up pretty bad. The man says, like someone shredded them with their bare hands. And then he laughs. Like that could happen. Ed? Ed Stoltz, he's lead on the case, Special Agent Keith. Sam says, Josh here tells me you don't have a lot to go on. Ed says, yeah, isolated parts of the city, fix who meant nothing to nobody, so... Sam says, right, well, uh, my partner and I had a look at the crime scenes. Ed says, things really must be slow at the bureau, and he laughs. He says, locations have already been knocked down. Sam says, well, we did manage to find this piece of fabric. Things get overlooked. It happens. Why don't you run the blood? It could be the Vic. It could be the Doers. Let's see if we get a match. Sam hands the fabric to Ed, and Ed hands the piece of paper, uh, or the piece of fabric, uh, which was taken from the shirt that James showed Dean and Sam uh, to Josh, who's the man in the white coat. <laughs> a little convoluted there. <laughs> who is who? There's I don't know. There's too many people. There's a lot of people. They're wearing
0: things. I don't know. I mean, it's better than a lot of people not wearing things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
0: That would be an awkward episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ed says, a witness did mention seeing a man in a suit and a white shirt leaving the area. So Sam says, you didn't mention a witness in your report. Anything else? Ed says, no, we'll get back to you on the lab work. So if that's all, Sam says, sure. But this witness, Ed says, that's all that was said, Agent Keith. We really don't have a lot here. Okay. We'll be in touch. Ed walks away from Sam.
0: Fishy, fishy, fishy. Ed is
1: hiding something. Mm -hmm. So we cut to the witch nightclub. Um, Dean and Portia walk down a flight of stairs to the club. Dean says, am I getting the stink eye in here or what? Portia says, they can tell you're an outsider. Dean says, are they all witches? Portia says, and stuff. (laughs) But if there's information out here about James, they'll know.
0: Just stuff and things, you know. Yeah. not worry about it.
1: <laughs> Dean says, how did James find you anyways? Portia says, not the way it works. The familiar finds the master, and they become inseparable. Dean says, guess a lot of people feel that way about their pets. Portia turns to look at Dean. Dean says, what? Portia says, I'm not James's pet. Dean says, well, not all the time. Portia steps towards Dean and pushes him in the chest. She says, not ever. The master and the familiar, there's an unbreakable bond, like a melding of souls. We would die for each other. A man says, Portia, and snaps his fingers. He says, over here. So Portia and Dean walk over to the man, uh, who's sitting in a chair. Portia says, Dean, meet Philippe Lechette." Philippe. <laughs> it's Philippe?
0: I think so, isn't oh, it? Oh, I don't know. I, I think remember. it's Philippe. Because I remember being like, that sounds kind of French, you know? Okay, <laughs> Philippe. <laughs> The Chat! <laughs> uh,
1: she says, Dean's a Wiccan from Detroit. <laughs> Philippe says, really? Well, sit, sit. And Philippe points to the couch across from him, and Dean and Portia sit down. Portia says, Spencer here? Philippe says, somewhere. Dean sneezes and clears his throat, and Philippe smiles. Dean sniffles. He says, that's weird. That only happens around cats. <laughs> Philippe says, tell me about James. A lot of buzz out there. Portia says, all gossip. The community has a little attitude going. Philippe chuckles and then says, he brings it on himself. The whole cop thing. Which cop? Is he nuts? Dean says, I said the exact same thing. Philippe says, then there's you, babe. It isn't done. Portia, you know it. Dean says, I'm sorry. Uh, Remind me, what isn't done? Then Spencer walks up. Spencer says, Portia. And Spencer looks at Dean. So Dean feels the need to explain himself. He says, I'm a Wiccan (laughs) from Detroit. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) hey. (laughs) (laughs) Portia says, Spencer's the man to ask. Dean says, oh, okay. Uh, You ever heard of a spell where a witch can control the actions of another witch? And then he sneezes again. Spencer says, no, I've never heard of a thing like that. I don't think it's possible. Spencer looks at Portia with concern and says, How's James? Portia says, Better. I'll tell him you asked. Spencer says, Philippe, it's time we were going. Philippe says, Of course. And he looks at Portia and says, Good night. Philippe then looks at Dean. And his eyes change to cat eyes, and his face becomes cat-like. It was kind
0: of creepy, not going to (laughs)
1: lie. It was a little creepy. I didn't like
0: it. Like, your eyeballs are wrong, sir. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Philippe says, so nice to meet you. Dean nods as Philippe turns completely into a black cat, who starts purring. (laughs) Uh, He climbs up on a table that's next to the couch he was sitting on, and his master, Spencer, Holds out his hand while Philippe nuzzles it.
0: He head bonks him. Yeah. (laughs) That's the technical term in the cat world. (laughs) He gives head bonks. (laughs) He bonks him.
1: (laughs) So they leave. Dean says, I knew it. His phone rings and he sniffles. He says, Excuse me, to Portia. And then he speaks into the phone. He says, Yeah. Sam says, Where are you? Dean says, Some witch bar. Why? Sam says, listen, I just got the lab work back from the blood on James's shirt. Dean says, and? Sam says, not good. (laughs) Blood's an exact match to victim number three. Dean says, well, that pretty much says it all, doesn't it? Sam says, yeah. So we cut to James's bedroom. It's night. Portia um, attaches shackles to James's right ankle. Um, She then moves up and begins shackling James's right wrist. His other side is already shackled. Portia says, I hate doing this to you. James says, it's okay, really. Portia says, we don't have to. You know, they won't find out. James says, Portia, if I believe I'm innocent, I have to do the right thing. And if I'm not innocent, I have to do the right thing. Portia lies on the bed next to James and puts her head on his shoulder. She sighs and says, tell me one day this will be over. She lifts her head up and smiles as she looks into James's eyes. She says, I love you. And then Portia and James begin kissing. <laughs> 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 and then <laughs> Portia straddles him while they continue to kiss. I don't think that was supposed to happen. <laughs> this goes on for a little while.
0: <laughs> Things are happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Portia has a vision. And in the vision, uh, she sees everything James has been seeing in his dreams. And she looks horrified when she sees the different people being murdered. So we cut to some time later. Uh, Sam and Dean quietly break uh, in the, into the front door and walk into James's house. Uh, the brothers walk down the hallway that leads to the bedroom as Dean pulls out the concoction from Bobby's witch-killing recipe. Uh, it looks like a clear flask filled with blood and has a piece of cloth stuck in the top of it like a cork. They slowly open uh, James's bedroom door, and Dean walks inside first. James is lying on the bed with his eyes closed, um, but his eyes open as Sam and Dean move closer to the bed. James is not upset, even though he seems to know what's about to happen dean clicks his zippo and sets the flame he brings the flame closer to the cloth sticking out of the bottle as portia steps out of the bathroom and into the bedroom she says no no dean you have to listen to me please it's not james so we cut to a short time later and portia says james and i were close without psychological walls intimate dean says i don't sam says they had sex Dean says, Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't expect that. Help. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to do. <laughs> Portia says, We have an unusual relationship. Familiars aren't supposed to, are supposed to be sexually involved with our witches. Dean says, Understandable. You know, considering that you're a, uh, well, and that he's, that. Ah. You know. <laughs> Dean chuckles. Yeah. That mouth, Dean. <laughs> Just <Yep>. chew away. <laughs> Dean chuckles and then looks at Sam and says, "Little help here, <laughs> Sam." Right <now> I <laughs> need to flounder for a bit. Yep. Mm. Sam shakes his head no. <laughs> Dean says no. Portia says, "James and I, we hadn't made love in weeks. His agony ate him up, and he shut me out. But tonight, I saw his thoughts, memories of the murders." Dean says, I'm sorry. Is this you trying to talk us out of ganking James or? Portia says, Dean, that's all I saw. Just the kills. No preparation. No thought process. No anticipation. No motive. Just the kills without context. Sam says, so other awareness of the crimes? That's not what he says. (laughs) Sam says, (laughs) no other awareness of the crimes? Portia says, no. Doesn't that at least suggest that he's under another's control? Dean says, Spencer said that wasn't possible. Portia says, he said he never heard of it. James is chained. He's confined. At least take a shot. And she sighs. So we cut to the East St. Louis police station. It's daytime now. Sam walks through the police station and stops at a hallway and looks to his right. A door opens and Josh and Ed walk out. Josh is holding a thick file in his hand. Sam walks down the hallway to the two guys. Sam says, gentlemen. Ed says, still investigating this crappy little case? I'm odd the Bureau has so much time on its hands. What a douchebag.
0: Yeah, I don't like God. him. God. <laughs> He's kind of a pain. <laughs> no.
1: Sam says, right. Well, we have some uh, individual discretion to pursue cases. As uh, as Sam is talking, he looks down at the file and sees the name Frampton James next to a case number typed on it. Josh says, I'll catch up later, Ed. Ed says, yeah, but at some point, cases like this go cold, as I'm sure you're aware. Just not enough to keep them floating. That's all. Sam says, sure. No new leads then? Um, Ed says, no. And it's drifting towards the back burner, really. We just don't have the manpower. Sam says, then it must have been tough to lose a a valuable resource like Lieutenant Frampton. See, he and I, uh, we caught a case together a while back. Ed says, well, he's not lost to me. He's, he's on leave. (laughs) Sam says, I remember he said he was the youngest guy here to ever make lieutenant. Must have made a few waves. Ed says, nah, this place is run like a dog sled. No stars, just grunts. One mutt goes lame, another one pops up and slogs through the slush agent and then ed walks off Uh, once he rounds the corner sam turns and tries to open the door that josh and ed walked out of but the door is locked so we cut to dean and portia and the impala driving through a large garage Um, dean parks the car and they both get out dean says so this uh warlock we're meeting he's a snitch uh dean and portia walk to an open garage door as they talk Portia says, "Cops have snitches all over town." James uses Drexel when he suspects someone in the community. Dean says, "I gotta ask. I can't help but wonder." Portia says, "Which came first, dog or girl?" Dean says, "Yeah."
0: That's not what I was gonna go. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of things I'm wondering. He's.
0: He's curious. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure.
1: Dean says, yeah, I mean, I'm just curious as to which one you consider yourself, mostly. Portia says, does this have anything to do with what I told you about James and me last night? How no. you're imagining <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> she, she says, how you're imagining it? Dean says, what? No. That's, yeah, yes. <laughs> <Can I> help. <laughs> A vehicle approaches. It's an orange gremlin. Uh, It drives through the open garage door and stops just feet from where Dean and Portia are standing. The driver opens the door and gets out. He calmly walks over. Portia says, Drexel, this is Dean. Drexel says, Wiccan, Detroit. I heard. (laughs) So here's the deal. Absolutely no word on the street about any witch-hexing another one. Dean says, you sure there's not any kind of spell? Drexel says, look, Detroit. I pride myself on reliable sourcing. There is, however, a lot of chatter about our James. Portia says, what kind of chatter? Drexel says, that he's gone ripper. Dean says, as in Jack the? Drexel says, someone's circulating the rumor that he's set at full kill. Portia says, someone? One of us? Mm -hmm. Drexel says, if the cops get wind of it, arrest James. Find out what he really is. That exposes the rest of us. You know that can't happen. Dean says, meaning? Drexel says, they're going to give James two choices. Leave or the full harakiri. Hari I don't know how to say that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> do it.
1: <laughs> Dean says, suicide? Drexel says, witches appreciate a grand gesture. Portia says, I won't let him do that. Drexel says, well, the community might do it for him. And Drexel walks back to his car. So we cut to James' house. Uh, Sam walks into the living room where Dean is sitting on the couch. Sam says, hey. Dean says, hey. So I have been going over Bobby's data. Uh, Sam says, anything? Dean says, uh, Portia might not be wrong. Turns out there is a spell for uh, implanting images into another person's brain. Sam says, Really? Dean says, yeah, uh, creating false memories into another witch's mind. Sam says, wow, so James could be convinced he killed those other people without ever touching them, so then maybe it is somebody else. Dean says, yeah, who's going to a hell of a lot of trouble to make it look like James. What the cops say? Sam says, here's the thing. Uh, according to Ed Stoltz, they got zip, but they got something. I saw the... I smell a rat. Yeah. <laughs> He says, I saw the tech guy who's working the case, and he had a huge file folder marked James Frampton. Dean says, Ed didn't mention that. Sam says, no, he did not. All right. Oh, by the way, got to hand it to you. It's been 15 hours since Portia mentioned her night with James, and not one bestiality joke out of (laughs) you. Dean chuckles.
0: He's like, yeah, well, I just went straight to the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: So they go into James's bedroom, where he's still chained. Uh, James says, Portia tells me my friends in the community want me burned to the stake. Dean says, I'm not going to lie. it's uh, It's getting ugly. Sam says, yeah, the cops may have more on the case than they're saying, including a thick dossier on you. James says, me? Sam says, yeah, I get the feeling whatever they have is under lock and key at the precinct. Uh, Room C-110. James says, then we need to break in. Dean says, sure, yeah, a locked room and a joint crawling with cops 24-7. Why didn't I think of that?
0: He's kind of a dick sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes he
1: is. (laughs) James says, Dean, a witch can go to a place without having to go to a place. Dean says, what, like phone sex? (laughs) I do not get the correlation there, but that's fine. Uh,
0: I get it. Yeah. I mean, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get Yeah. I'm like,
0: I guess I kind of get it, but, like, why was that the thing that first popped yeah. into your
1: mind? <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like, James uh, says, astral projection. I can project my awareness anywhere. Dean says, ooh. James <laughs> says... Sorry. From that's okay, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> James says, from the comfort of right here, but these have got to go. And he shakes the chains. Dean says, not gonna happen. James says, irons on, no magic. No magic? No breaking. Dean sighs. Sam says, Okay, but only if we can go with you. <laughs> so Sam and Dean sit on either side of James on the end of James's bed. Portia is standing in front of them. She says, James, are you sure you're even able to do this? Dean says, oh, well, that's a confidence builder. Great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Anything else I should know before it becomes some disembodied thing completely at his mercy? James says, just close your eyes. And James puts one hand on Dean's shoulder and the other hand on Sam's shoulder. James says, whatever I see, I'll pass on to you, too. And then he says a chant. After James speaks the words in Latin, uh, the camera starts zooming through the police precinct. The images are fast and blurry as James directs the vision to the room that Sam said he saw Ed and Josh come out of. Once inside the room, they see that a huge case is being brought against James and that Ed is leading it. There are pictures and case files on the walls, and they see Ed looking at a witness statement signed by Philippe Lechat, who is Spencer's familiar, Um, the vision ends suddenly. (laughs)
0: Dirty rotten feline. (laughs) Yep,
1: that's right. James jumps up and away from the brothers. Dean says, James, why don't you give us a little warning? You're going to snap us back like that. James says, Stoltz, he's building a case against me. Portia says, what? James says, Ed, he's always wanted a breakthrough case. Nailing a renegade cop, that would qualify. Sam says, yeah, especially one he holds a grudge against. James says, my first case. They dropped him as lead detective. They went with me. Sam says, so what is this? You think payback? Portia says, he can't just arrest you. He needs evidence. He needs proof. James says, he's got it. He's got everything. Portia says, from who? Dean says, Phil, the cat. Portia says, Philippe.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to chase that cat and rip off his legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh sam starts to stand up from the bed and um says hey, hey hey take it easy dean says james hey sam says talk this out buddy and james throws a hand up and dean flies through the air and over the bed and into the night table on the left side of the bed james throws his hand up again and sam flies through the air and hits a lamp uh and nightstand on the right side of the bed portia says james don't we'll do this together James says, no, we won't. It's not safe for you. Our time together is over. Portia says, standing by you is my duty, my choice. James says, Portia, the ceiling is coming down on me. You still have a life. Portia says, please. James says, Portia, go. Portia says, James. But James says, go. And he pushes Portia and she starts to cry and she shakes her head and walks out of the room. Um, I think I forgot to write here, but Sam and Dean are both unconscious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, they always are. Mostly
1: Sam, but Yeah.
0: again, get that bro a helmet, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: they are. knocked the fuck out. <laughs> They're not <So>. with us. <laughs> yep. So we cut to the witch nightclub. Uh, Philippe and another man are standing at the bar talking. Philippe says, so, you don't think it's too late for me to wear braces? The man says, won't even notice them. We'll put in transparent. I'm
0: like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are
1: we talking about? <laughs> uh, James comes up behind Philippe and picks him up and flips him onto his back on the bar. Philippe looks very scared and confused. He says, James, what are you doing? James says, why are you telling lies about me? Philippe says, I'm not. I wouldn't. James says, I saw the evidence room. I saw the police sketch based on an eyewitness account. James hears a chair scrape behind him, which causes him to look over his shoulder, and he sees the man Philippe was talking to. Um, James says to the man, get lost. And the man puts his hands up and walks away calmly. Philippe says to James, please don't. James says, tell me why. Philippe says, I had no choice. James says, what does that mean? Philippe says, my master made me. James says, liar, you're a coward and a liar. Spencer's my friend. Philippe says, a direct command, please, don't hurt my face. (laughs) (laughs) The cat would
0: be concerned about his face more than anything else.
1: (laughs) That's exactly right. James says, I'm not interested. And he starts to back away as Philippe's neck breaks completely to one side, which is disgusting. Suddenly, Spencer is there. He says, he was always spineless. Now, literally, James, oh, good. I know. <laughs> James says, it was you. You were behind all of this. Spencer says, I humbly accept credit. James says, you made me think I was a killer. Ed Stoltz put you up to it. He found out you were a witch and tried to blackmail you. Spencer chuckles and says, you're not using your thinking cap, Jimmy. It was actually crucial that he didn't believe in the occult. I'd say he's built quite a solid case, don't you? James says, I don't understand. Spencer says, of course you don't. Neither of you ever considered my feelings. James says, Portia? This is about her? Spencer says, can you imagine the insult when she chose you? I wanted her as my soulmate the moment I saw her. James says...
0: It's like, whoa, 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 buddy. And yet you went with a cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: From a Doberman to a cat, you know? Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my dogs and cats equally, but, like, mm-hmm. what? You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: James says, she was meant to be my familiar. Spencer says, oh, she's way more than familiar, isn't she? When she picked you as master, I endured it. But when you two went all Bella and Edward broke the code... Put your passions before the community rules? Well, the arrogance, the entitlement was too much. Your total ruination seems appropriate. Then Spencer and James hear footsteps approaching. Spencer says, the Wiccan from Detroit. (laughs) Dean walks in and says, so James didn't kill those. But Spencer throws his arm up at Dean and Sam and they blow they both fly into a wall several feet behind them and then crash down onto tables below them again they fly into a wall why am I not surprised
0: they're just flying all over the place yeah go
1: ahead (laughs) Spencer smiles and then turns to look back at James um, as James throws an energy beam at him um, pushing Spencer back but not affecting him much more than that Spencer says seriously you want to take me on and he sends his own energy beam straight into James and then lifts him off the ground using his power.
0: Come at me, bro. (laughs) Yep.
1: Sam and Dean use the distraction to stand up, and Dean gets the bottle out of his coat that they originally prepared for James, while Sam gets out a lighter. Sam says, hurry. Uh, While still holding James in the air, Spencer turns and puts a hand up and sends a beam into Dean and Sam, causing them to freeze in place. Spencer says, it's not only James's head I can get inside. The camera zooms in on Sam's face, and you see blue energy in his eyes. Uh, Then you see Sam is having a memory flashback of when he grabbed Michael in Adam's body as he fell into hell. Then the camera zooms in on Dean, and you see the blue energy in his eyes as he remembers his mom, and then she bursts into flames as she does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then the scene—the very first thing that happened—pretty much. (laughs) Yep. Then the scene switches back to Sam burning in hell. The scene switches again to Dean being chained in hell and calling out to Sam. Then Spencer turns his attention back to James, who seems to be in terrible pain, floating in the air. Spencer is smiling because he's a big bag of dicks. (laughs) 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 Portia then runs in in her dog form, and she pounces on Spencer. When Spencer hits the ground, his hold releases on everyone. Sam and Dean uh, then continue to get the flask with the witch-killing potion inside. As Sam recites the phrase needed to go along with the potion, after Sam completes the phrase, he lights the cloth in the bottle. Uh, Dean tosses the bottle at Spencer and hits him directly in the stomach with it. A swirl of smoke engulfs Spencer as he turns into blood and ash, and poofs. He's yeah. Yep. Just a little (laughs) 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 yeah. Portia, now in her human form, is lying on the ground, but she starts to sit up as James, who's also on the ground, gets up and comes over to her and cups her face in his hand. Dean says, well, kids, don't try this at home. So we cut to outside the Sleepy Lodge motel. Sam, Dean, Portia, and James are standing outside the motel room next to their cars. Dean says, you sure you don't want to stay and fight this? Sam says, look, we can help you. James says, eh, Spencer was right. Ed Stoltz has built enough of a case against me to make life hell for a long time, and the community here wants no part of us. Portia says, we start over. We're used to it. It's the way it's always been, for all of us. I'll miss you, she says to Sam. Portia looks at Dean and smiles and says, maybe even you. Dean says, I like dogs. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> nice try,
1: <laughs> Por- Portia says. No, you really don't. <laughs> and Portia gets in James's car in the passenger seat, and he closes the door for her. James starts to walk to the other side, um, and once he passes Portia's window, uh, we see that she is again a dog. James gets into the driver's side of the car. She doesn't
0: have to wear a seatbelt if she looks like a dog. <laughs>
1: that's true. <laughs>
0: tricky, tricky.
1: <laughs> so James, James gets into the driver's side of the car, and they drive off. So they cut to the boys in the Impala driving down a wet, dark road. Dean says, well, it's possible I was wrong. Sam says, what, about James? Dude, we were both ready to gank the guy. <laughs> Dean says, no, that's not what I meant. Back there, when Spencer had us, he screwed with my head. I saw Mom, when she died. And then some other crap. Sam says, yeah, me too. Dean says, you know, when I look back at what our family's been through, what everyone's been through, seeing all that pain, I realize that the only way we've made it through it all is by hanging together. I trust you, Sammy. With this deal, locking those sons of bitches up in the furnace once and for all, it's too important not to. So, if you say you're good, then that's it. I'm with you 100%. Sam coughs and says, I'm good. <laughs> then he coughs some more. And Sam has blood on the corner of his mouth that he coughed up. He wipes it off and says nothing. He sniffles and clears his throat and then looks around worried. And credits.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have thoughts.
1: <laughs> okay, good.
0: <laughs> First one. That, okay, it would 100% totally freak me out (laughs) to, like, know that I, like, to, how do I, like, say this? To know that I did something that I didn't know I was doing at the time. Oh, yeah. You know, like, what even is going on? Like, most of the time when you're awake you know what you're doing, you know? Yeah.
1: You You gotta have like lost time or like blackout and like wake up somewhere without knowing how you got there. That would freak me
0: right out. Yeah. Yeah, me (laughs) too. That would not, yeah, that would not be a good thing for me. Um, also, so like, Dean doesn't like dogs.
1: Nope.
0: Seemingly doesn't. He never says he doesn't like cats, but he says he's allergic to cats. That's right. So do you think he maybe likes cats, he's just allergic to them? Because you can still be allergic to them and like them. Yeah. I don't know. I like, do I, you th- I think remember. he would be a dog person more than a cat person. Right,
1: right. I can't remember any episode in which Dean interacts with a cat other than this one. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't, I don't know.
0: remember either.
1: Yeah. Sad like at all. He's got to like something.
0: I know. <laughs> Maybe he's a horse guy. I don't know. <laughs> you know what?
1: There is an episode, and I'm not going to say which one, yeah. um, where Dean does have some good moments with a dog. Yeah. So.
0: Well, we've already had one, too, with the shepherd.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. The German
0: shepherd. I don't remember that. Like barking out the window. Oh, has yeah. that happened yet? I think it has. I'm pretty sure it has. I um, know,
1: hasn't
0: it? Mm, I'm like 99% sure. I don't... I'm not really giving anything away other than...
1: Maybe it has. There's a German
0: ship. I can't I'm going to look this up because <laughs> I'm like pretty sure it's already happened. Is Let's it see. called
1: Dog Day Dean? Is that the episode?
0: Um, I honestly don't know what the episode is called.
1: Well, there's um, two Dean Dog episodes right um yes and i think maybe we've had one but not the other i might be lying
0: i think we've we've had the colonel season nine so we're not quite there that's the the colonel is the dog's name okay so at any rate there, So this will be a fun, like, thing to look forward to. Dean barks out the window with a German Shepherd. <laughs> Doesn't tell you any information other than that. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a, a good pretty one. good episode.
0: I thought that it already happened. Maybe that's just because that's one of the ones that I, like, have rewatched a couple times because it's, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah. For sure. But I could have sworn that it already happened.
1: There was a dog when that happened.
0: I know it. <laughs> See, I thought it was that one, though. Yeah. As I'm throwing my phone
1: everywhere. I could have sworn. This is something experts would know.
0: I know. Which we we are not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Let me see. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't um, think of the differences between the two episodes enough to know when it happened. So, I'm useless. Hold on. Let me look.
0: So... Okay. There's All Dogs Go to Heaven which was from season six.
1: And that's the one with the shapeshifter. That's the
0: shapeshifter who was this strange guy that just would like watch people shower. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that uh, they were like trying to take over or whatever. Yeah. And then Dog Dean Afternoon is the other one that I'm thinking of. And that's okay. in that's season nine, episode five. Okay. All right. So, anyways. But I was like, how can I say this without giving anything away? Yeah. They're barking out the window. I know you know what I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> I do know.
0: <laughs> but anyways, so it's just curious to me to, you know, like, okay. But, like, if he had a pet, what would he have? Mm-hmm. He might be one of those people that's like, you know what? I want a lizard, you know?
1: Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? Who knows? Because mm-hmm. he can't. He wouldn't be allergic to them. Right. He's seemingly is not allergic to dogs just after this episode because he doesn't sneeze around Portia. Yeah. So, it's just cats. Just cats, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, we're moving on. Okay. (laughs) So, what was your favorite moment from this episode?
1: Oh, ball sack. (laughs) Um, uh, I just had it in my brain, and it was... Oh, okay, I remember. It was when... um, Portia first um, kind of introduces herself to Sam as a dog. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, all over her with love and rubs. He gives you belly scratches. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, then, and then Dean comes back <laughs> and... Sam goes outside, and he's like, let me explain. Like, <laughs> she just wants her belly rub. And, uh, uh, yeah. well, just, she can spend the night oh, and tomorrow. And, and Dean looks in the room, and there's Portia in her human form. You know.
0: <laughs> he's like, she can definitely Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was my
1: favorite part. Yeah, that was funny. What was yours?
0: Um, mine was... The fact that it took so long to figure out that Philippe was, in fact, a cat.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. Like, he sneezed all over the place going, this only happens around cats, knowing that he's sitting next to somebody that turns into a dog, so why not somebody else turning into a cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Philippe then turns into the cat and then starts head people.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's cute. <laughs> it was kind of funny. He was just, like... Dean was perturbed about the whole situation and then Philippe's just like, ah, ha, ha, head bonks, you know? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Whatever, you know. I felt bad that he died. I mean, not that he was, like, you know, a nice, kind person, no, really. No, he you was know. kind of cat bossed like.
0: around. <laughs> but let's be real. <laughs> if he was a true cat, he would not be able
1: to be bossed around. That's true. He would do
0: whatever the heck he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> because he's a cat.
1: What I wanted to know, um, which they asked in this episode but did not answer, is um, I think it was Dean asked Portia, um, or she thought he was asking, um, mm-hmm. you know, what came first, like the dog or the woman, mm-hmm. and then, like, you don't get an answer. And, like, yeah. I want to know. Like I
0: would assume that they are people first, maybe? Because, like, imagine how disturbing it would be for a dog to have puppies, and all of a sudden, you've got a naked newborn on your floor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That would what? be you know, pretty like, horrible. This is
0: definitely, like, for me, that would be like, this thing didn't come out of me. Where'd it come from? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Who broke in and left a baby? You know, like, <laughs> what's going on, and why is it cuddling with the
1: dog? You know, <laughs> So I would tell you about this dream I had? Um, I may have, and I may have told you on the podcast even, so sorry if this is old news, but I once had this dream um, that I gave birth to twins. and they were puppies, right? One of them was this, like, blonde-haired boy. Huh. And the other one was a basset hound.
0: <laughs> Not just any old dog. A big old wrinkly one. <laughs> yeah.
1: And this, everybody in like around me like came over and was like so proud of me for giving like totally ignoring this boy and uh, was like so proud of me for, you know. This dog. Popping out this dog. <laughs> And I was very concerned in my dream. Yes. Like like, I would be concerned too. First of all, how? How did this come out of me? (laughs) Who put it up there? (laughs) How did it get up there? Like, I don't know. And also, like, why is everyone not concerned that this came out of my vagina? You know? So I just...
0: uh, Were you pregnant at the time? No, no. This was, like,
1: years before I was pregnant. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. It was weird. Very weird. Yeah. I woke up and I was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> ew, 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 I feel wrong, you yeah. know <laughs> I mean it was a cute basset hound.
0: I mean like was it a puppy though? Yeah. Okay, like first of all, all puppies are I think cute. Even pugs. <laughs> yeah. If you have a pug, I'm sorry, but I just don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't. But, like, little wrinkly basset hounds are so cute. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was really cute. And it was, like, gazing at me lovingly. And I was, like, gazing at it in horror. <laughs> like, what you know? happened? Yeah. Uh, like, ugh, this is a fucked up dream.
0: <laughs> that would be concerning. Yeah. And, like, a blonde child...
1: Yes, a blonde child came out of this Asian body.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not saying that it couldn't happen. I mean,
1: sure, it can totally happen. But,
0: like, I'm just saying that Killian looks exactly like you.
1: (laughs) No, he doesn't. Yes, he
0: does. He has, like, slightly lighter hair. Yeah. That's it. That's the difference.
1: (laughs) He has really light skin, too. I mean. Like I sure, think but like, I think he can pass as Caucasian. Yeah,
0: <laughs> maybe, possible, if he's not with you, <laughs> which most of the time he is. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I could, yeah, maybe I think he could he could pass for you know. Hmm, could, yeah, I think he could. Yeah. As long as he wasn't with you.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. If he
0: was with Eric, then that would be like, yeah, okay, you know, like, yeah. although I guess I haven't really ever thought about it until just now, and now my brain's exploding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what to
0: do. <laughs> like,
1: <sighs> yeah, I think he's, he's, yeah.
0: Yeah, because he does look like Eric a lot, too. Mm-hmm. If you put them side by side, he looks like Eric a lot. Just darker. Yeah. Where like you put him next to you and he looks exactly like you. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no like questioning, like he clearly came
1: from you. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he
0: has I think he has like his hair definitely has gotten lighter.
1: Oh yeah. His hair, hair is like the older. same color as Eric's. Close, yeah. 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 Mhm. Which, Eric still has dark hair. Yeah, he you know. still has kind
0: of darkish hair. Yeah. For the longest time, I don't know why, like, <laughs> the first couple times I saw Eric, I was like, he's a redhead. Just off in my, like, my mind, I was just, like, filled it in, like, nope, he's got red hair.
1: That's weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, huh.
0: And then, like, eventually I, like, came to the understanding that, like, he doesn't actually have red hair. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, Huh, maybe he's blonde.
1: Nope. <laughs> he's not blonde.
0: He's not blonde either.
1: He was blonde when he was a kid and his yeah. beard, if he grows it out, is red. Yeah. So yeah. That. I think
0: his like I think his hair is like a light brown Maybe slightly reddish, like maybe if it like hits the light right, yeah, it would have some red in there. And I think that's probably what had happened. Is I just like saw a, like a flash of his hair and was like, he's a redhead. Yeah, you know, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know, but for the longest time, I was convinced he was a redhead. <laughs> Even after a couple of times of like meeting him and us hanging out, I was like, nope, he's still a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know
1: why (laughs) that's weird it
0: is weird (laughs) i don't know where it came from
1: (laughs) i'm not even gonna tell him i'm just gonna have him listen to this episode with me (laughs) he's
0: gonna be like what the hell
1: (laughs) yeah it'll be interesting to see his response i know
0: yeah i don't know why (laughs) because now thinking about it like he's not a (laughs) red
1: not at all i don't know yeah i don't know it's cool
0: whatever anyways
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> where even are we <laughs> i don't know what we're talking about are we
0: done with thoughts i think we were done with thoughts did yes you get them all in okay cat versus dog person okay what no favorite <laughs> moment we did it the sneezing in the head bonks. okay so now we're on to the interesting facts oh boy <laughs> i am struggling okay so our interesting facts in the episode Um, it says although the Winchesters know James from a previous case uh, James Frampton Frampton never appeared in a previous episode right Um, we learned that Dean is allergic to cats in this one
1: (laughs) yes he is
0: Um, it says the building facade used for the witches club is the same facade uh, used for patties and it's always sunny in Philadelphia
1: okay I have never watched that show I
0: think so. I have like accidentally seen a couple of episodes, and by accidentally, I mean like it came on after something else I was watching, and I was just like, "What in the hell is happening?" and couldn't turn it off. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I think I watched like. Strange. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched like the first episode, but this was so long ago. Yeah. And I remember thinking, "This is interesting. Like, I could keep watching this," and then I didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh
0: huh. Like. If you're already watching it, then it's fine. But if you haven't, like, you would not seek it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a couple of friends who, like, swear up and down that it's their favorite show. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Yeah. That's, like, I I know a few people that watch it and they're like, ooh, in this episode or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, like, (laughs) I just remember a lot of, like seemingly really crazy or really drunk people that's all i know <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways um, so it says spencer refers to james uh, relationship with portia as being all bella and edward <laughs> uh-huh. um, this is a reference to the protagonists of the wildly popular twilight series of books and novels uh... um, and it says the twilight movies were filmed in the lot right next to supernatural lot in vancouver
1: I don't know why that irks my tater. Yeah. <laughs> that is—that's probably close for why comfort. there's
0: been some Twilight crossover. Yeah, you know, like references, like but then also the one where oh, there's like all the weird mm-hmm. fan fiction that they're like alluding to Twilight, but like yeah. not that like me Twilight
1: vampire episode. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, with, like, the girl that, like, gets into a bar somehow, and she's, like, underage and gets swept away by a vampire. Yeah. Is that the one?
1: I can't remember the name of that episode, but it's Uh, been a while. A couple seasons ago. It's been a long time, yeah. Yeah. Um, (coughs) Excuse me.
0: uh, So it says the cat familiar that Dean is introduced to in the witch bar is named Philippe Le Chat, um, which means the cat in French. Oh, my God. (laughs) Philippe the cat. Wow. Wow. (laughs) um this is a shout out to the belgian comic le chat by philippe galuck galuck i don't know g-e-l-u-c-k galuck galuck yeah we go with it (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't know (laughs) um it says the name james frampton um may be yet another nod to the world of rock um peter frampton is a well-known singer slash guitarist Mm-hmm. and also this episode is the halfway point in the series oh my god we're halfway through oh my god. and i was like reading through the interesting facts earlier like just to make sure there was no spoilers and i was like we've done it yeah. <laughs> and i was like there's no way because for some reason i had it like in my head that 167 is like the halfway point yeah and it's 163 Point five, which means uh, okay, 164. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Halfway through. But, like, yeah, I don't... For some reason, I was just like, what in the heck? But, like, dude, we did it! I know. How
1: do you feel in this momentous <laughs> I occasion? I feel
0: like I just went over a hurdle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should have gotten to this point a long time ago. Me too. <laughs> and we, like record episodes twice a week yeah usually (laughs) i mean now yeah we
0: didn't used to we only well to be fair so we didn't start doing twice a week until covid happened right because we're like well we're both stuck at home yeah (laughs) so like how often can you do notes like let's just see how many we can get cranked out in that amount of time then there was also a lot of time in that where we're like We've been doing a lot of episodes, so let's just bullshit for (laughs) this day. And I think we did that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But... Yeah. Well,
1: we start out each session. Yeah. Um totally bullshitting. Yes. Oh, you know? for sure. And, and we're
0: like, hey, we should probably get started podcasting. Yeah, and
1: that can go on for hours. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I need to go get my coffee, or mm-hmm. oh, I I really need to eat some food. Because, like, know? I've had
0: my coffee, now I'm shaking, because yeah. I'm like, I haven't had any food yet, but, mm-hmm. like, I need to, or else I, I'm not going to function. Yeah, <laughs> and then,
1: inevitably, one of us needs to go to the bathroom for a while. because <laughs> <I
0: know>. <laughs> coffee... <laughs> let's be real. Yeah,
1: so and then you know, by the time we're done with all of that it's been like two hours and we're like we have an hour and a half, like I don't know if we can record a whole episode. And then we're like, go, 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 go! Yeah.
0: On the days that we don't have anything to do necessarily until Eric works, then we generally can, even if we bullshit for a long time, we can generally get a whole episode done. But on the other days, (laughs) that, like, hey, I have to be done by 2 o'clock because I have this thing. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I have to, you know, be to work by this time. Or, you know, because I'm doing this this day or whatever. You know, like, okay, that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, hey, here's half an episode. Let's try and remember what we talked about so that the next time we record... Two or more days later, (laughs) we actually know what we're talking about. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's been interesting adjusting to the Zoom podcasting, Mm -hmm. you know, because before we would just hang out. Yeah. And get all of our bullshitting out and then just go (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Do it in person, you know. But I find myself um, like on Zoom not talking as much during the episode, yeah, Like I don't me know too. if I'm just like anxious for some reason. I don't know why I would be anxious. I don't know. Just like seeing it. It almost you on the screen. kinda like
0: to me, I almost feel kinda like disconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know. I feel like me personally, I like do a lot more bullshitting within the episode and just like, haha, let me tell you a story or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like not that I do stories <laughs> that often, I don't think, but like still, you know, where I th- feel like when we're doing Zoom, it's definitely, like, start, finish, that we got an episode done, you know? Yeah, like, great, right, yeah. We're doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but.
1: Yeah. So hopefully. I, I prefer the, the in-person, you oh, know? Oh, for sure, yeah. It's much easier.
0: And hopefully, you know, if things start to calm down and all that sort of stuff, and, You know, we can do a few more weekends like this and, like, try and get four or five episodes done. Yeah. You know, and then still continue to podcast so we can have more of a bank. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, hey, I can't podcast for a week. What do we do? You know?
1: Yeah. We're
0: never that far behind. We've always got three or four in the bank. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I am super excited that we've gotten halfway. halfway. I'm also kind of like, oh, now we're on the, like, road to the end, you know?
0: I feel like that's, like, a tagline for a Supernatural episode. <laughs> the road so far. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Well, now we're just looking back <laughs> as we stumble forward. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now I have too much watermelon vodka. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, oh, like the the end is is fucking nigh. Nice. Okay, like, but like
0: it's took us 4 years <laughs> to <this> get
1: point. That's <laughs> true. It's
0: been 4 years. <laughs> Killian, if it goes for another 4 years, we'll be like 10 or 11 by the time we're done with this. Assuming oh. that we can keep the pace that we've been keeping. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like if not, he might be a
1: teenager by the time we're done Holy with this. Holy shit. We
0: started when he was what?
1: 2? Yeah. Probably?
0: Yeah, I think 56. so. 6? We've been doing this for 4 years. So yeah, he was 2.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, this it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, the important thing is I'm still enjoying myself.
0: Yes, we don't hate it. (laughs) Yeah, we're still we're still going, and it's not like it's a fun thing to do rather than like this is my job now. Yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Halfway through. Dang. I know. We did it. I know. I feel like we need to just like tell people like I'm halfway through. I mean, I guess we are telling people. (laughs) We are
0: recording currently.
1: (laughs) That's true. Hey! We did
0: it, y'all! Yeah, I
1: just, I feel like a little melancholy at the fact that it's going to come to an end.
0: I feel like, yes, it will come to an end, but also because it's been so long since we started, I can't even remember starting. There is no end in sight. <laughs> yeah. We are going to be going for a
1: long time. <laughs> You're right. Okay. So. I, I mean, won't be sad about it just and yet. And
0: in that amount of time, we'll have another four years to, like, have watched the finale a few more times, potentially, and, like.
1: Oh, the finale. Be
0: able to deal. Yeah. Without spoilers, because, like. There's happy dealing, and there's sad dealing, because it's supernatural, and there's always a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know? And plus, like, just, even, like, I don't know, I feel like just the fact that it was the last episode is sad enough, you know?
1: It is sad, <laughs> and it was a very sad episode that I am not over. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come to terms with it. Every it time... It was good, too, for sure. I uh... feel like it
0: was, for me... Like, yes, it was sad, but there was also a blend of some happy, if nothing bittersweet, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just, like, every time I see on social media a picture of a certain scene from the last episode i just like too soon yeah i just like raise my fist at my phone and (laughs) just be like too soon like i can't handle it like why are you fucking posting this fucking picture (laughs) why again
0: why must you bring me back to this point
1: (laughs) i i just don't know if i'm gonna be able to like do that episode without crying from, like, beginning to end, you know? Like,
0: okay, not gonna lie, I don't cry at movies and, you know, books and TV shows and all that sort of stuff, because, hey, it's fake, but, like, I was not, I wasn't choked up, I would say, but, like, I didn't cry, but I was like, (sighs) (laughs) The last episode. Yeah. Like once I have to talk
1: about it, right? I don't
0: know. It's hard. Given another four years or something like that, though, I might just be like, okay, you know, like, yeah, I. Hopefully,
1: we'll come to terms with it (laughs) by then.
0: At this point, you're just gonna have to rewatch it, I think, and just desensitize yourself to
1: it. I think I, I may have said earlier, but I've seen it, um, two times now. Mm Um, I watched it the first time and was like, you know, destroyed. And then <laughs> yeah. I was like, I have to watch it again to like see if I like missed anything, yeah, you know, in between all that. Destruction that happened to me, you yeah. know, like, like, and there were some some questions that I had about the episode, mm-hmm. you know, some things that were ridiculous, and I needed to like, witness again.
0: Hold on, yeah, yeah,
1: and um, and so, so I rewatched it. I can it. think of
0: one thing in particular oh, that yeah. was
1: very ridiculous. <laughs> there was something quite ridiculous. I, there's more than one thing ridiculous, yeah, but
0: mostly one that I'm thinking yeah. of. <laughs>
1: Uh, has to do with some hair. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And that's all we're... If you know, you know. But if you don't, we're not telling you what it is. You're just going to have to watch it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I watched it again and um, was just as distraught and torn up and, you know, (laughs) raging.
0: Why? (laughs) Yeah.
1: There's just... So much that episode that we do for or that podcast episode that we do for that last episode, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's gonna be like four hours long (laughs) because I have a lot to say about it, and we
0: for sure have to be like doing it together. Like we will have to like. Cause I feel like if we do the last episode in
1: a Zoom call, like, no. what the hell? That's know? not gonna work.
0: <laughs> That's not gonna work. And I feel like we need to do that for the last two episodes.
1: Oh yeah, for maybe sure. maybe even three. Because the, the... there's a
0: lot of shit that happens in yeah. the last like four episodes, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, that, like,
1: that, like, third from the end episode, um, something humongous happens. (laughs)
0: That I have a
1: lot of feelings about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. A lot of
1: feelings.
0: (laughs) Like, we're literally gonna have to try and, like, I don't know, do we want to try and get through all three episodes in a weekend and just save, like, those three for a weekend and just be like, this is going to be the weekend of despair? (laughs)
1: Yeah, we're going to have to. We have
0: to. Because we have to do them in person. Yeah. For sure, you know. But, like, also, do we want to try and do all three at once and, like just pile it on and then be done or do we want to spread out the destruction i think
1: we should do one a day yeah because we'll need to recover (laughs) you know and i think that we should do it during the day and not at night yes um because that gives us the rest of the day to recover and, and like distract
0: ourselves with other things. Yeah, and
1: drink and you know all that stuff just yeah. kind of like deal with it. Uh-huh. And then um as opposed to like if we did it at night, you mm-hmm. know, like having all of our, like big emotions
0: <laughs> and then be like I'm going to try and sleep now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and just like, nope, no, yeah, you not. That's not going to work.
0: For
1: me. <laughs> so, yeah. I have no idea why we're talking about this. <laughs>
0: I don't know where we went off. <laughs> I think we were still in the interesting facts, considering the angle that my phone was sitting at in front of me. Okay. Um, halfway point. Halfway That's point. Way. All right. Okay. So we're just going to keep going here. <laughs> this is going to be a long one. <laughs> um <clears throat> Ew. Um, so it says the witch killing spell the Winchesters were going to use on James um, was first introduced in Supernatural episode Shut Up, Dr. Phil, which is season seven, episode five.
1: Yeah, that's with the Buffy actors. Yes. I don't remember the witch killing. I remember thing,
0: Dean, like, I think it was Dean had like a bowl or something like that, and he was like trying to light it and chant, and they were like, ha 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 and like, ah, I remember. They're just like, hmm.
1: Got slapped thrown in into a yeah, wall. Like, yeah. It, yeah,
0: it was just like, well, there goes that. You know, like, yeah. all the bowl is everywhere, you know? Okay. So, that's all I remember, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. That and the bugs <laughs> that were surrounding Oh, him. yeah, it was, like, bees. She, like, swarmed him with bees so he yeah. couldn't move or something. Yeah. That was mean. That was awful. <laughs> um, it says, uh, during Spencer's memory spell, uh, Dean sees Mary burning on the ceiling in their old home. However, Dean was not present in the room. Only John witnessed her death.
1: Oh. They fucked up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh.
1: know, there was a lot of shit that has happened to Dean that they could have shown him in yeah. that moment. Yeah.
0: Like, literally.
1: So all sorts yeah. of different things. So, you know? I wonder why they went with Mary on the ceiling.
0: Yeah. I don't know, maybe, like, because, well, like, he would have had to pull a memory from somewhere, and Sam wasn't in the nursery, because John had already been, like, take your brother outside Mm -hmm. at that point, hadn't he?
1: Or no? Sam did get a viewing of what happened to Mary in a dream from Yellow Eyes. Mm-hmm. So he saw Mary burning on the ceiling. Yeah. You know, not that he was really there in the moment. Yeah, but yeah. He yeah. saw it. Yeah, but I don't think Dean ever did. So
0: maybe they just took it from Sam and showed Dean?
1: Just oh, yeah. Just to him
0: up even more? That
1: would be <clears throat> horrible. Like, here's Yeah, some... like,
0: you know this happened, but let me show you. You know, yeah, like, mm. Huh? No, you know, like... Yeah. It's one thing with Sam, because, like, yes, it's still hard for him, but he never knew his mom. That's true, yeah. Versus Dean, who knew her, you yeah. know? So, I mean, when you're six months old, how much are you going to remember? Probably not anything. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. I don't even know, like, when my earliest memory would be. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. I remember... Oh, I don't even know. Like... I know I can remember, like, around the time that my brother was born, and I was about four
1: and a half, five. Okay.
0: I'm sure there's probably stuff if I, like, you know, reach back, but I don't know. Like, I do remember, so, like, if you look at, like, scrapbooks and stuff, this is, for me, always kind of funny, because I'll look at scrapbooks of, like, pictures of me when I was, like, two or three, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I remember that, you know, like, you know, like, Feeding everybody Skittles in a tea party, you know, like Mm -hmm. I like vividly remember having a tray with all of my little like plastic teacups on there, and taking the saucers and putting one Skittle on each teacup. Oh yeah, and passing around. You can only have one. (laughs) This is all I'm
1: willing to share. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, I guess I do kind of I do remember that. Mm
1: -hmm. But But my first memory. And I may have said this on the podcast already, <laughs> because it seems familiar. I feel like I've talked about it recently. It's um, possible. Yeah. Um, was uh, 4th of July, and I was like three, maybe?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my mom's parents were visiting us and staying with us from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only memory I have of my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad and one of his best friends were in the street... Mm-hmm. We were on the porch of the house watching mm-hmm. them, and they had Roman candles, and they were shooting them at each other. Mm-hmm. They were having a Roman candle fight. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: um, I've seen those before,
1: and mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I was three, yeah, and I was like, holy shit, like my dad's gonna die, yeah, you know, like, what like, are you doing? like yeah. he is about to die. Well, there is
0: fire coming out of that, sir. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and like, and that's my babysitter. I know. <laughs> trying to kill him you know like oh, no. uh, so i was upset yeah. you know i was it was dark so i was up way too late probably <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean but it is washington although in july it's gonna get dark yeah.
1: yeah so i remember like being on my grandma's lap and like crying and mm-hmm. trying to explain why i was crying <laughs> like I am losing it here, lady. Yeah, like, does nobody else see the death about to happen? Yeah.
0: You know? So I'm
1: just, like, screaming in her face. And she just kind of was like, okay. And, like, passed me to her husband. Yeah. And I remember sitting in my grandpa's lap and just, like, screaming in his face. And he looked very peaceful. You know? He just was just like, you know. get it out. Yeah. 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 He was just like, I get it. We're cool. Yeah. And uh, mm. and that's all I remember. Yeah. So that's my first memory.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've never heard that one before. Oh really? So you definitely haven't told okay. me, which means it's probably not on the podcast. Anywhere. Well,
1: I have a fireworks problem because of this. <laughs>
0: oh. Okay. I do not
1: like fireworks. Yeah. Um, like
0: watching them or like lighting them or all of it.
1: Watching them on like lake displays mm-hmm. and stuff like that is fine. Yeah. Like you if don't want I'm it far away, near you, though. but I don't want it on my street. Yeah. in front of me yeah you know me lighting it Eric lighting it yeah I don't want Killian near it yeah. there was one other fireworks <laughs> <laughs> problem that happened we were in a different house I was probably like seven and um, my cousin was there uh, with her parents and there was a sort of like this firework was like a cannon you know it like oh. it like stood up and would shoot this like ball straight up in the air mm-hmm. Um, And we were in front of the house under the deck. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like a deck, you know, that was like a floor up. So we weren't like crouching, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, So yeah, so we were like by the wall Mm -hmm. under the deck and um, my dad lit it and it tipped over Uh and was pointing at us. It's like, ah! And it went off. (laughs) Yeah. And this cannon you know hit the wall next to us yeah and, like it was terrifying oh for sure yeah. yeah i mean it was just like holy shit and everyone was like oh my
0: god that's okay? why with the ones like that you would, like you put down a plank or a piece of plywood or something and you screw that sucker on there so then that way mm-hmm. it can't tip over you know like
1: that's a know? good idea you know? like, yeah
0: there are ways to avoid
1: those situations mm-hmm. you know but still yeah it's yeah. Terrifying, yeah. yeah. At that house, they did a lot of fireworks, and um, that house is like in the woods, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's surrounded by very tall, flammable trees. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you I, doing? Yeah. <laughs> I just like all of it just freaks me out. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I like I like lighting fireworks.
1: <laughs> I don't.
0: Because I like fire. Let's yeah. be real. The firework part of it, yeah, kind of cool. I want to catch something on fire, though. Like, that's oh no. what I want to do. <laughs>
1: that's funny. Uh.
0: <laughs> like, give me a lighter, I'll light off whatever you want me to light off. You know? Like, yeah. Also, like, I think part of it is, like, I'm in control of it, and I can, like see like okay is it on a flat surface you know Mm -hmm. is there something that needs to be done other than just lighting it and running away you know yeah but anyway (laughs) um so where am i here okay last interesting fact (laughs) um it says christian campbell um is guest starring in this episode um it says christian campbell is also the name of a character um played by corin nemec hmm, from season six
1: that is... Um, the cousin, Christian, right? yeah, the cousin. I yeah. just saw a post on some social media site that was like, had his picture and was like, happy 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. And the dude looks like he's 25. What? Yeah. Huh. Well, I was, I was lucky like, duck. I know. I was like, <laughs> damn. Like,
0: really? Why?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. This isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah. I... There are some people who, like, just don't age. Like, Jennifer Aniston being one. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell she's older, but she does not look like she is aged much, you know? Yeah. Like, I would be like, yeah, you're 30. Mm-hmm. Like, my age. Yeah. <laughs> she's not. She's my mom's age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she is. <laughs> which, whatever, that's not, like, extremely old, you know, but still, like, that's. Impressive that you still look like you're. Oh God! You yeah. Know.
1: Well, when you have that much money,
0: <laughs> Botox is a thing. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yes. And you could tell she's aged, so she doesn't look fake, but she has done. She has aged well with her. You know, I'm sure she's done Botox and all that other stuff. You mm-hmm. know, but like not excessively, so she still looks like a human. <laughs> right. Just right. not a very old one. <laughs> yeah. But. Anyways, um, so our, uh, research from this, uh, episode is off of witchcraftandwitches.com.
1: Sounds legit.
0: I know, right? And it's about familiars. Which okay. Which didn't really know was a thing until I looked it up and hearing it in the episode. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it says a familiar or a familiar spirit or a familiar animal, is an animal-shaped spirit, or minor demon, (laughs) believed to serve a witch or magician as domestic servant, spy, and companion, in addition to helping to bewitch enemies or to divine information. Uh, The animal was often believed to be possessed of magic powers, such as the ability to change its shape. They were an identifying characteristic of English witchcraft in the early modern period, largely setting it apart from continental or new world witchcraft, and they featured prominently in many British witch trials of the period. Hmm. Uh, familiars from the Latin um, familiaris, um, meaning a household servant, uh, were mentioned in the Bible, referring to the spirit guides of sorcerers and necromancers, and dire warnings were issued against any contact with them. Hmm. A man also or woman that hath a familiar spirit or that is a wizard shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. From Leviticus twenty twenty seven. Okay. Forget about Salem. We're going Bible. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah. That's where it started. You know? yeah. um, so it says Margaret Murray um, was responsible for much of the modern scholarship um, on The witches' Familiar, especially as part of her in-depth analysis of the culture and folklore surrounding witchcraft published in her 1921 book, The Witch Cult in Eastern Europe. Uh, Most of the evidence for familiars comes from the English and Scottish witch trials of the 16th and 17th century, um, such as the Witches of Belvoir, I'm guessing, um, trials, and North Berwick trials. Uh, The lore surrounding the familiar spirit suggested that a witch received one following her initiation into the coven or sect. Um, The traditional vessels for such spirits were the cat, mouse, ferret, hare, bat, snake, dog, or bird particularly the raven or owl, um, by far the most common form being the black cat or a black dog. Uh, they often had strange names like Pywacket, <laughs> <What>? or Dandiprat <laughs> or semi-descriptives such as Buzz, Digger, Tit, <laughs> Bonecracker, Little Rat, <laughs> Thistlepurr, or Hopmoon. <laughs> okay. I feel like I need to get a cat named Bonecracker. <laughs>
1: uh, that would be awesome.
0: Here's here's what I'm Okay, so Travis and I once we get our shop cleared out, we want to get some barn cats, right? Like mm-hmm. not necessarily to kill rats or mice. If they feel so led, go for it, but a lot of times if there's like predators present, they won't move in to begin with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like That'd be good.
0: I kind of want a cat like some like scruffy barn cat to be called Bonecracker. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, I think you should. You're going to put your back to my shop. Thank you. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it says, as witches and cunning women in the Middle Ages were almost always marginalized and lonely, they would often have small animal pets and, at one point during the witch hysteria of early modern Europe... The mere possession of a black cat or an unusual pet like a frog, lizard, or rat was sufficient cause for investigation as a witch. <laughs> that sucks. What if they just like the little lizard, and, you know? Like, yeah. Pick it up in the path. Like, imagine, like, you see a lizard in your path. You're not afraid of it, so you pick it up to move it. Somebody walks by, sees you holding a lizard, and is like, they're a witch! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just was trying to not squash it and get ick all over me you know yeah. like you
1: know yeah history is horrible
0: oh for sure God. yeah hmm um, it says technically, a familiar could also be a person, not an animal. and there are reports of human familiars throughout Western Europe in the Middle Ages, um usually referring to a demon which had taken possession of the body of a human oh. um in the twentieth century, the so-called king of witches, um Alex Sanders, uh, boasted of the creation of a spirit baby named Michael, <laughs> who became one of his familiars, as later did another entity called Nick Demdike,
1: okay, yeah.
0: Um, the witch's teat, the finding of which was considered a fail-safe method of identifying a witch at the height of the witch craze, was associated with the feeding of her of their familiars, or even of the devil himself. Um, a familiar supposedly aided the witch in her magic in exchange for nourishment, blood, um, from sacrificial animals or from the witch's teat.
1: Oh. Yeah. Um,
0: that just sounds painful. Bloody up my boob. That <laughs> I know. sounds horrible. But, like... Is it a boob thing? Is it just, like, a spot randomly on their body? I don't know. Well, you said teat, didn't you? Yeah, well, that's what they called it. That's is it... boob. Yes. No, I know that. But, like, does that just mean that anyone that has a boob <laughs> is all of a sudden a witch? Like, it's got to be something <laughs> else, because, like, you could literally look at any woman and be like, hey... <laughs>
1: You got boobs.
0: You got boobs. You're a witch. You <laughs> yeah. Know, like, <gasps> does she sink or does she float? Oh does God. She, does she weigh more than a duck? You know.
1: Like, yeah.
0: You know, like at what point do you just go, okay, this is. Literally qualifying for everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, so. it was like a time of like hysteria. Like, oh, for sure. They thought everyone was a witch. Oh, yeah. You know? But so. you'd
0: have to have some sort of something to go off of other than they have boobs because everybody has boobs. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like even that wouldn't be enough of a, you know. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. I don't know because it says the finding of which, So it wasn't an obvious, like, it's right there.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Like, it was, like, a body search to find this thing. Ugh. So, I would assume that it's not a boob. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't know. But that's just what my brain makes sense of it. Yeah. And I don't want to
1: Google, like, which is boobs. Like,
0: no, nope. you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find a lot of people in slutty Halloween costumes. <laughs> that's what you're going to find. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so right. Okay, so familiars are usually portrayed as mischievous and lively, rather than seriously threatening. Um, similar to the imp of folklore and superstition, indeed, they were often referred to as imps. Um, they feature prominently in many modern fantasy stories, usually as magical creatures and animal companions. Um, for example, the demons or daemons, I guess, in the popular *His Dark Materials* trilogy of novels by Philip Pullman. Uh, fulfill several of the roles and traits of the traditional concept of familiar spirits.
1: Did you ever read this? Nope. I, um, because I became the children's lead for a while, mm-hmm. like, and it's wildly popular, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to give it a go. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is, like, fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this will be fun. It's supposed to be dark, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I I got the first book, and I read it. And it's these, like, kids who have... Like everyone in this world has their familiar. I mm-hmm. can't remember if it's called a familiar, but it's mm-hmm. the same thing basically. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an animal who does not uh, transform into mm-hmm. a human. Yeah, and they are, um, you know, bonded. And if one of them dies, mm-hmm. you know, the other one will die, and mm-hmm. you know what? It happens, and oh, it was yeah. really you know, I got an animal problem, and so had just... a kid problem, yeah, yeah. I did not really have a kid problem oh, at that, that time, point, yeah, because yeah, yeah. this was long before Killian. I have yeah. one now for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was just like, oh god, there's all these like animals dying horribly, and I know they were you know, familiars, so mm-hmm. not quite animals, but it was just like. It was just, it was fucking traumatic, man. Yeah. And they've made, like, I don't know if it's, like, a TV series or mm-hmm. a couple movies of the books, mm-hmm. but, um, fuck no. Yeah. I do not want to see that None shit. None
0: of it sounds familiar to me. Yeah. But, I
1: it is, mean. It was traumatic. Very popular. Yeah. Uh, but, damn. Like,
0: it sounds kind of Harry Potter-esque, but just mm-hmm. not as lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can't remember like the actual plot. You yeah, there. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah,
0: well, there's there's death that happens. That's a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a bad That's guy. Part of it, yeah, people are <laughs> trying to
1: stop the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So it says um, a variation of the familiar is the medieval conception of the incubus, um, a demon in male form, supposed to lie upon sleepers, especially women, in order to have sexual intercourse with them, often with a view to fathering a child. Um, And the succubus, um, a demon which takes the form of a beautiful woman to seduce men, especially monks, (laughs) and especially in dreams, to have sexual intercourse. Um, Both types of demons draw energy from their hosts to sustain themselves, often until the point of exhaustion or death of the victim.
1: Yeah, you get fucked to death.
0: I mean, I guess there could be worse ways to go, but there could also be way better ways to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just sounds monotonous.
1: <laughs> it just seems drawn out, you know. Like, like you gotta <laughs> paper. <laughs>
0: that doesn't sound
1: fun. No, no, I don't think that you're supposed to like, you know, get bossed to death in one night. I think it's like. Over a period of time, where you're I've getting never thought about it, where you're getting <laughs> nightly boffed. I feel like I've read a couple books about this. Um, not like instructional books, but yeah. you know, like some like fantasy books. You know, mm-hmm. that like this is what in- happens involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sex death. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I can't say that I have ever read those books, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know, okay I, mean, yeah. I know nothing <laughs> I, you know nothing, John snow <laughs> uh, anyways uh, so what was your age harassment moment?
1: Okay, I can tell you this now okay. <laughs> because I have given you your birthday present, which is not till next month <laughs> whatever but I may not see you next month so yeah, yeah. um I ordered these well actually i'm gonna be totally honest and just say that eric did everything (laughs) (laughs) he's a very nice husband (laughs) but um i was trying to we were gonna go like to vegas for your birthday and Mm -hmm. i wanted to bring your birthday present so we were like you know months ago, like <laughs> let's figure it out yeah. and you know, get it and Do you know, things, make yeah. sure we have it, you know, yeah. so we don't have to worry about it when the time comes. And um so Eric uh was like, Hey, I know. What? Let's let's make a a mug for mm-hmm. Rochelle and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't know if she wants a mug like I don't know. He's like, No <laughs> like uh itch and ass butts mug. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so he gets on a website that makes mugs and um, puts our logo on it. And also um, the infamous phrase, free the hose."
0: <laughs> I love it. Free the
1: hose. yeah. So we order, um, we order two of them because, like, It's so awesome. I need one, too. yeah. Yeah. So he's like, okay, you know, order two. Um, And they get here, and um, the mugs we ordered, inside of them is completely black, and the handle is black. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, our logo is, like, red and black, you know? Yeah. Um, So it all looked good together. But the mugs that came were not that. (laughs) They were, like, the inside of them and the handle were like lime green. They were like,
0: Sh- they they reminded me of Shrek, the color. Yeah. <laughs> like not lime green, but kind of like a yellowy green.
1: Not know? a good color and <laughs> did not go well with, with the colors plaid. of our, of our <laughs> logo. Yeah. So, um, I was, we like unboxed them and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I didn't give this to her. <laughs> you know? And so Eric's like, called the company and like talked to them and Mm -hmm. they were like okay keep the mugs and Mm -hmm. we will send you the right ones. The actual ones. Yeah. (laughs) So they did. The Mm -hmm. customer service was amazing. That's good. Yeah. And uh yeah so uh Rochelle finally came over. (laughs) And I gave her her birthday present, and we're both very excited.
0: I gotta give you a Christmas, give you your Christmas present. Oh, that was hard to spit out. <laughs> it's in the back of my car, so remind me. Okay, I just didn't want to bring it in because I hadn't like. I'm like, okay, I haven't gotten anything for Killian yet, mm-hmm. and I don't want him to be like, well, where's mine? Because yeah. normally, what I do is I'm like, here's yours, and here's yours, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> and him being like. What the actual hell, you know? know? So
1: I'm like,
0: I'm gonna like, you can open it or not open it now, whatever you want to do. That well, that's totally up to you. But like, I was like, I need to at least like, Killian needs to at least be in bed when I give it to you (laughs) because like, you know, he will get his later. But like, I don't want it to be like, well, what the heck, you know? Yeah. (laughs) For now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: you know, I don't know if
1: he's even gonna remember like past years when you oh, yeah, gave him, you know, at the same I don't
0: time. Know. I mean last year we didn't get together no? at all yeah. for a while. Yeah. I don't remember. Did I like send you something maybe? And on Amazon?
1: You sent me a birthday present this year. I can't remember last Christmas. Like I feel I like I feel like I gave you something.
0: I feel like Did, but I don't remember what. I
1: don't either. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I mean, whatever.
1: Yeah. Clearly, (laughs) not a
0: big thing, you know. (laughs) But yeah, no, I don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, what was your Ishtar Aspa moment?
0: Um. So mine definitely was like, okay, so (laughs) got my name changed back to my maiden name because, as you probably have all figured out by now. I am not married anymore. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: Chris's name did not magically change to Travis. It is two different people. (laughs) Right. Very different people. Thank God. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, we'll leave it at that. But, (laughs) so, I... Went to go recently and get my name changed because, hey, my divorce wasn't final until right before everything shut down. And there was no chance to go and do any of this for a while. And I didn't know how to do any of it because I'm like, is this even happening? Is this a thing? I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. And like, also, I was busy. Like, (laughs) I had shit to do. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, like, I'm just. When it happens, it happens. But now I'm kind of like, okay, I have, like, flying that needs to happen, and I need to, like, have the right name to, like, match my license to, right. my, to my tickets or else I'm not going to be able to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I talked to the social security people and I'm like okay so like what do I need to do to get this changed because I was like I'm already on the phone with you you should know right like you Mm -hmm. deal with this stuff all the time and they're like oh all you need is your divorce decree like a certified one and then um like your address and like, your name, like, I don't know, whatever. It was like, some sort of identification, and then this. So, saying, like, here's my divorce decree, here's what the name was, here's what it is here, here's what I want to change it to, you yeah. know? Because it says that in the divorce decree, too. Um, at least mine does, because I put it in there that I wanted to change it. Yeah. Um And so, I get there, and the lady was very nice and helpful, you know? And, like, obviously good at her job. She's like, so, here's, like, you have this, but you also need this, 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 and then also this, you know? And I was like, oh my god. I was like, well, I wish I would have known that, you know, like, because I was like, I talked to the lady at social security, like, I don't, you know, and I was trying to not, like, just get visibly, like, (laughs) you know, but I was like, I wish I would have known, because, like, I would have gotten the things together before, you know, because I had made my appointment, like, two or three weeks before, you know, so it's like, I could have found all this stuff in that amount of time, Mm -hmm. but, like, Ugh, okay. And so they're like, oh, and, like, when you go and get your name changed, I don't know if it's just right now because of all the weird, you know, COVID stuff or what, but, like, you have to not only have your divorce decree, but your marriage decree Certified copy, like the original, or like you go and get another one from them because they want to see, like, that you actually got married. It doesn't make any sense because I'm clearly getting divorced, which means you had to be married to begin with. Right, that's weird. Oh my gosh. And so we go through all this, and she's like, okay, well, if you can find this, this, and this, you know, then come back by this time, you know, and we can try and get it all done today. And I'm like, okay. And so I scurry my happy butt home, (laughs) go and grab all the things that I can find that may or may not even be relevant. I'm just, like, grabbing everything, you know. And run myself back down there. And I get to a different lady, and she's like, oh, well, this is, you know, and I didn't look at it. I just saw, like, marriage certificate thing because I had it in a copy, which, okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) Chris never let me have original anything for any of that marriage stuff. He was like, I photocopied it. This is your copy. I keep the, you know, originals and all the stuff that actually needs to, you know, whatever. Which, like, okay, do you not think I'm responsible enough to, like, keep a piece of paper? You know, like...
1: He's just trying to control you. 100%.
0: Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And so I didn't realize that I didn't have the original copy because I just looked at it and saw that there was writing on it yeah. and it was photocopied fairly well. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, well, guess this is a thing, you know, because there's no like stamp on it or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I was able to change my name or no, I was able to change my name and address because I showed the divorce decree but I also wanted to get an enhanced license which is why I had to also have the marriage part of it too and then like all these other like things and it's like okay Mm -hmm. here where's your birth certificate and it has to be the original and where's this and where's this which I mean okay that's the same thing as like if you go to get a passport it's like hey here's this you know yeah um But I wish I would have known that (laughs) in the three weeks beforehand. But so I had to then just change my name. And now I have to wait for that to come in the mail, which I'm not sure if the lady said four to five days or 45 days.
1: <laughs> I'm sure she said four to five.
0: I don't know, because it's been four to five days and I oh. have yet to see a license.
1: So, okay. <laughs> I
0: got the paper one, you know. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so now I have to go back and do this whole thing all over again mm. because I don't need my marriage certificate if it says, like, this is my name now, you know. Okay. Apparently, which I somehow don't believe. Yeah. Seems <laughs> so, I'm kind of like, I'm wrong have to go and pay for another copy of this so then that way I like have it just in case because mm-hmm. then they're like oh well I don't know why they told you this but you're actually supposed to do this because that's already happened you know mm-hmm. but anyway so that was my idiot ass butt moment was just that's so running around and me feeling like a complete moron for mm-hmm. like not knowing what I'm doing you know and yeah. apparently I mean to be fair like on me I was kind of an idiot and didn't really look into it because I just like... Trusted the Social Security lady, which honestly right. is not really much to do with the Department of Licensing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the lady of the Department of Licensing, the first one was like, "Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about when it comes <laughs> to us." And I'm like, "Good to know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I will no longer ask them for anything other than you know potentially a new Social Security card. Yeah, and that's it. You know. Yeah. But anyways, so that was it.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> it was a lot of running around. It's like, you know, like, you just, like, can't seem to get away from, like, the Chris bullshit. I
0: can't get away from it! I mean, okay, here's the thing, is I am away from it now. And now, the marriage certificate shouldn't matter, and I shouldn't have to do any of this anymore. I just go in and be like, give me my damn enhanced license, please, because this is my name. Yeah. All I have to do is be like, here's my birth certificate, here's my license, here's my name, like, here's, like, just please do your bidding, you know, like do your thing, you know. Yeah. But anyways, so Uh,
1: it's mostly
0: over. Okay.
1: Thank God.
0: (laughs) It's all over pretty much. I'm hoping that it's all over. The only thing that I could foresee that I would ever have to deal with again is maybe getting another copy of the marriage certificate to do the enhanced license. Yeah. If they lied to me. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Bollocks. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) All of it. Yeah. Yuck. Fuck. (laughs) Yes, yuck. Okay, well, thank you for listening to us and our shenanigans. You can email us at idgitsandasputspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under idgitsandasputs, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and send us your idjit and asput moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again.
0: Thank you.